0: Hello everybody, this is Mr. Poe Jangles I am at Wyandotte County Park uh, To play one of my old favorites um, Very majestic course um, in Bonner Springs area In Bonner Springs, Kansas uh, It's not too crowded I think I've seen three other disc golfers here It's 1.15 or so, one twenty in the afternoon Maybe 1.30, I don't know and it's uh, October 21st. The maple trees are looking amazing. It's a very picturesque day. Um, in all reality, I kind of wish that I was at a college football game right now. This seems like the perfect weather. It's still nice and warm. There's a little... If you're in the sun, you're probably a little hot. Um, if you're in the shade, you are, it is idyllic. My football team, unfortunately, is on a bye week. So they're not playing. And then they have to play Oklahoma Sooners um, on next Saturday. I think it's at home. But anyway, it'll probably be pretty cruddy. I think it's supposed to rain next week. So anyway, I want to try and squeeze in a round of disc golf. Um, I haven't played this course in over a year. So I'm looking forward to getting out here. I tried to get some other folks to come, but nobody else was able or didn't respond quick enough. And so it's just me solo. Um, I'm up to hole number one at Wyco Disc Golf Course. Um, I don't see anything new. It looks like it's in the A position, which is 367. Um, I'm going to try and throw it right on down Broadway and see if I can't. I don't think I'm going to get a birdie, but I just need to save par on this one. Um, I like this course because it does challenge you a little, at least a little bit. Um, there's not really a whole lot of gimme birdies, so, um... I don't know what my best score here is, so I was trying to look that up, but I'm having problems with the u app. gap. I don't know if anybody else is, but uh, it's not doing me good right now. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw, and I'll let you know what my thoughts are. I probably won't tell you about every hole, because I'm sure I've got at least two podcasts for this particular course, but it's been a while since I've been here, so looking forward to this. All right, so for hole number one, I did get a par, made a decent putt. Um I had a okay drive. Um put it about 270 out there, something 280 maybe something like that. Um and then had a decent uh second shot. Actually, I think I left it kind of short. I was I think I threw my putter on my second one and it was short. I probably should have thrown my mid range on that one. But um anyway, got the putt. Hole number 2. Um my drive sucked. It went like right into the ground. And so I had a really nice second shot, but then I missed a putt. So I've made a putt and missed a putt, essentially, um, which is kind of about how things go. So I'm up to hole number three. There is a guy in front of me. Um, I was going to wait until after hole three to do this piece of the podcast, I guess. Um, But he's kind of dawdling over at the bench on hole number four, I guess. Um, The wind is in my face. The wind is definitely playing a factor on the discs. I'd say it's probably 10 to 15 miles an hour It's right now it's in my face So it's probably going to push it up Um, The hole is not usually where I I usually see it Uh, It's off to the left Whereas it's usually kind of off to the right Um, Yeah I've been throwing my Mantra on my drives Just because I'm trying to get a little bit Extra length on it And it goes just a little bit better than my TL3 But we'll see what happens here Um, Yeah, I got Oh yeah so, I don't know about any of you that listen to this, but right now I'm currently looking for a new car. I'm not trading in a car. I'm buying a new car so my youngest uh, can have my old car. And shopping for cars essentially sucks. It just sucks. It's like you see a little bit of a better deal here, and they want to screw you on the financing. And then you see, I don't know, it just, it's a pain. It's a very much a pain that's... Not fun. I've been doing this for since last Saturday, I think. Um, haven't made an offer on anything, but I think I've narrowed it down to uh, a Volkswagen Tiguan or whatever. Um, it's nothing to really get all that excited about. Um, but I mean, the features are nice to have a new car, so whatever. Yeah. Hope hopefully you're not buying a new car. It's very stressful. Very stressful. Anyway, here's hole number three. It's nice to be on the disc golf course instead of the uh, showroom. I'll say that. All right, well, let the skimmer leak two more times. Uh, I had makeable putts, and I'm just getting my second shots where they're just a little bit outside my comfort zone, so I need to dial that in just a little bit. I am up to hole number five, so I bogeyed holes number three and four, and I should have really, at least I should have, um, got pars on both of them there Not the hardest shots in the world uh, The wind maybe had an effect I don't know uh, It's probably just more Mr. Pole Jingles not being a very good disc golf course player Looks like there's a family out here Can't tell Oh, they're throwing a football around on the disc golf course It's fine I hope they're not there whenever I get back though um, Somebody's parked their Honda uh, Right on part of the fairway of hole number 5 uh, there's a road you have to kind of throw across. Um, I don't know why they would park there, so to speak, but it is what it is. Hopefully my disc will not hit their car. I shouldn't. Uh, it's, that would have to really shank it quite a bit to do that. So, um, hole number five, the, um, hole is playing on top of the hill. Um, there is a little bit of an ace run here. Um, there's also a little bit of a, um, Potential for me to have a disaster and have another one So I need to make a run and at least Get some pars out of this thing It's not making me too happy But it's, I'm outside playing disc golf course Disc golf Oh my god Somebody put like a basket it Looks like it's on top of a It's on top of a pole But I don't even know how you'd get your disc out of it It's too high It's like the, the hole is like Six feet above like, the bottom of it's six feet up. I don't know if you have to use a stick to get it out or what. I wonder what hole that's for. It's weird. Okay, anyway, sorry, aside. Here I go, hole number five. All right, so I made it up to hole number seven. Uh, hole number five. I had a great, great drive. I was think I was probably 15 feet from the hole, and somehow I couldn't get it in. Uh, I was on the disc itself was on a hill, so I was kind of on a pretty steep hill, but um, very close to the hole. I mean, it feels like I could have just dropped it in. And somehow, I, Mr. Pole Jangles, messed it up. And then on hole number uh, six, so anyway, I parred hole number five. Hole number six, I, um, I got, I saw that one that I said looked like a birdhouse or something like that. Um, so I went ahead and played that because it seemed like it was closer to the T-pad than the one that I usually throw at, so I thought, what the heck, I'll throw it. But I think that that might be hole, like, number 11 or 12, so, um, I went ahead and played hole number 6 twice, I parred it both times, so, um, played both of the holes it could have been. Um, yeah, it's funny because on the drive, the second time I drove hole number 6, I thought I was gonna throw it into the street. And so I was kind of walking up there thinking it was gonna be in the ditch. And I was like 40 feet from the ditch. So I think that I am starting to go a little senile, go a little crazy, sorry. Hole number seven, this is a a hole where um, Blu-ray actually lost a disc in the leaves. It was so leafy one time. He threw it, slid under there, and we looked for it for, I'd say, 25 minutes. And it's not a very long hole. Um, He was probably about 280 out there somewhere. And we just could not find that sucker at all. The position right now is in... Oh, I don't know what that is. I guess it's A position, which is 404. And they're calling it a par 3. A little tricky because it's kind of in the woods. Um, It's not an easy hole, that's for sure. So... I think that, uh, if I get par with this one I'll be really happy. So here we go. Alright, that was a little tale of two holes, um, I, on hole number seven, uh, my, my drive was fine, um, and I kind of put it at the angle I wanted to get, and then I decided to go with a mid-range instead of a driver. and it just didn't carry at all and so i ended up bogeying hole number seven and then i birdied hole number eight so that's my first birdie of the day i'm at three over i think right now um it feels like i'm doing even worse than that but laboring struggling struggle buses here it's really hard to get bogeys off of your score around here there's just not a lot of birdie opportunities hole number eight's probably probably the easiest hole in this course um And hole number, I mean, you pretty much, hole number nine is you have to play across a creek, you have to throw through a window, um, that's not very wide, and this is actually in a shorter position than usual, I don't know, it's probably about 360, 370 or something like that, so my chances at birdie are very unlikely on this one. Um, it seems like I'm throwing the TL3 a lot better than the Mantra, so... I'm going to go ahead and go with the TL3. And first things first, I need to get through this narrow window. Um, it's nothing to celebrate. It's not terribly difficult, but I've not done it before. So <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, here we go. Hole number nine at Waiko Disc Golf Course with Mr. Lonely Jangles out here all by himself. All right, just finished up hole number nine and 10, bogeyed hole number nine, uh, hit a branch on my drive, which, uh, wasn't, wasn't helpful. Um, and then I threw a mid range, I think on my second shot, ended up having like a 35 foot putt, uh, hit just the right underneath going into the basket. Um, super frustrating, but tis what it is. I got a par on hole number, um, 10, which i was happy with my drive it's windy enough where it really affects the drive where it does that thing where it'll be at a certain height and then it'll just drop like i don't know 15 feet really quickly um so uh kind of weird but anyway was able to get that up and down i'm up to hole number 11. Oh, hole number 11 is the um birdcage hole i guess um which i play tried to play on hole number six i think which i actually did play on hole number six i barred it that way um, I don't see another basket to go to, so I'm assuming this is for hole number 11. Um, it's not quite six feet off the ground like I was saying. It's probably about five and a half feet from the ground to the bottom of the basket. Something like that. So, um, you don't have to get a stepladder out or anything. Um, but, uh, it does look rather unusual. So I don't know what was going through. It's obviously not on the signs. This is, maybe they're just trying to do some fun things out here at Wyco. So, good for them. All right, so I almost birdied hole number 11, had a decent drive, played it well off to the left of the stork hole, or whatever we're going to call that thing. Um, And so, I went ahead and went for it, and it flew kind of right by the hole, and then I was able to get it. I almost missed the putt for par. Um, Then on hole number uh, 12, I guess, it was playing straight up the middle, which it's pretty narrow there. And so I tried to rip it and I ended up grip locking it and it actually ended up being a fine thing. I ended up getting the par out of the whole situation. It's kind of weird because you kind of are close to a road. Um, there's a long like hedgerow type thing right next to you. So you really rarely go actually into the street, but it is off to your left. Um, so if you're a backhanded right-handed thrower, it's always in your mind that uh, you might hyzer into the road. So I tried to kind of overcook it just a little bit and <laughs> yanked it. Um, but I actually ended up getting even to the hole. I just was off to the right by a hundred feet or so. Um, so anyway, um, I was kind of curious, uh, here's a poll question for you from Mr. Pole Jingles, I guess. Um, uh, does anybody, if they play by themselves, uh, which I'm assuming some people out there, if you're listening to this sad ass, podcast, then maybe you do play on your own every once in a while. Um, for whatever reason, I just it's like routine for me to uh, just start counting my steps on my drive. I just sit there and try and figure out how how long my throw was, and I don't know why. I think I just started doing it and then out of habit. If I'm not with somebody else, man, I just start counting. Um, it's almost like ADD or something. I don't know. Um, I can't undo it. But anyway, that was just question i'm up to hole number 13 hole number 13 is a super long hole Uh, i will probably break out my mantra that's uh wide open um the short hole short hole mind you is 606 uh the long one says it's 734 this is the hole that used to be marked at 666 uh, i think where the 734 one is um clearly i've never birdied this hole uh i have gotten a par on it once or twice Um, but it's, it's, it's got some length to it. This wind is certainly not helping things. It's gonna probably take a little bit out of the drive. It's right in my face. Um, We are close to the Agricultural Hall of Fame. Uh, It's located in Waiko, in case you were wondering about that. Um, Next to that is the amphitheater, formerly known as Sandstone. I saw a lot of concerts there as a youth, and actually not too long ago. I went and saw the Avett Brothers and Turnpike Troubadours there. Um, And then also, that's whenever it's not being used for those endeavors. There's also the Renaissance Festival. Huzzah! Um, You know, if you're into that kind of thing. I'm not into the dressing up thing, but I do kind of like to go to it every once in a while. Um, I've been to it once in the last 15 years. So every once in a while is, you know, kind of arbitrary. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. Um, I was kinda hoping to go this year, uh, I don't know if it'll happen or not, so, we shall see. But anyway, i got other things to do right now, and one of them is to throw this disc as far as I can into the hole. Alright, I'm up to hole number 15. 15's an uphill shot. Um, not too bad. I think it intimidated me a little bit more when I was first starting out. Uh, but I am not intimidated any longer. Um, Let's see, hole number 13. Um, It turns out I bogeyed it. I guess they are considering that on UDISC to be a par 3. I don't think it really was 600 feet or whatever. Um, So there's some disagreement between the signs and the UDISC app, which I have a bone to pick with UDISC. It doesn't seem like it's keeping all my stats anymore. I'm paying good money to be on UDISC Pro... And it seems like it's all jacked up. Um, I think the last podcast I did, I was whining about how it locked me out. Um, and I had to fire up my computer to remember what my password was. Um, but yeah, this time I was trying to look up and see what my best score at Waiko was. Um, and I couldn't find squat. And it says I've never played this course. And I've probably played this course 12 times, 15 times, something like that. Um, I like the course, and I've said this time and time again, um, because on a Saturday, on a beautiful day in October, um, when you know it's going to get cold soon and we're not going to be able to play disc golf very much, I haven't been slowed down one time by a group of disc golfers. So, um, it's such a cool course. And then it's a challenging course. It does sometimes feel a little bit like you are just trying to maintain par, um, there's not as many birdie opportunities for somebody of the amateur status. I'm sure that the pros probably scoff at this talk. I don't think the pros are listening to any disc golf podcast by Mister Pull Jingles, though. Um, yeah. Anyway, you disc, you're in my, you're on the naughty list. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna ace this hole just despite you. Um, they do have right now two holes set up for every single um, one, except for number 11, I think, curiously, um, one's supposed to be the more challenging, and that seems to be the older baskets, and then the newer baskets, um, the dynamic disc baskets are the shorter ones, so I'm playing at those, um, they're not dramatically shorter, I mean, they're still pretty lengthy, there's nothing like, no gimmies, really, um, yeah, that's all I gotta say, I guess, I don't know, I'm just sitting here talking, just talking, Alright, well I've finished up holes number 15 and 16. Uh, the 15 was that uphill shot that I mentioned just a little bit ago. Um, and I had a pretty decent drive on that one. I still only got a par out of it. I did not fare so well on hole number 16. Uh, I've been trying to kind of take this a little bit more relaxed approach. My back isn't really feeling all that well, so I'm trying to do a little bit less is more. Just kind of have good technique as far as I approach it, but not necessarily uh, try and throw my back out when I throw it. Um, and it's worked okay on a few throws, but uh, this one did not work out very well on hole number 16, uh, so I ended up bogeying. Uh, I had a decent throw on hole number... or a second, my second throw, but wasn't able to get. Would have been kind of a miracle. I've already thrown my drive here on hole number 17. Holes number 17 and 18 for some reason are just kind of sad to me um i think hole 17 is too long in some ways uh i think that and then you have like kind of a long walk to hole number 18. the position for this one it's kind of snuck behind some trees so it was frustrating for me because i didn't know where they were going to put the pin uh there's three different locations and they are uh, at least 150 feet away from each other so you kind of want to know that when you do your drive um i basically threw halfway to the hole on my drive, um, I would say it's probably 360, something like that, um, to the hole, um, I probably threw about 240, maybe it's further than that, I don't know, don't, don't listen to me, there's a small elm tree, about 60 feet, I'm gonna see if I can hit it, um, I think I'm just gonna go ahead and throw my driver on my second shot, and I'm sure I'll regret it here in a second. All right, just finished holes number seventeen and eighteen. Uh, apparently, um, I got uh, I got a four on hole number seventeen, but they're saying that's a par. So they gave me bet one back. I was a little bit disappointed in my drive, uh, my second shot. I threw it into the woods, and so I kind of had to bail out just to get to the basket. And so I thought I had a bogey, but it said it was par. So I'm gonna go with that. Uh, I parred hole number eighteen had a fairly decent drive. Um, one of my better drives actually on hole number 18. Um, and then part it. Nothing, nothing to write home about. Apparently my, um, round, I got six over, which accounted for a 174 rated round, according to U-Disc. I don't know what that means other than it says beginner should shoot for 100, an intermediate should shoot for 200, and pros should shoot for 300, I guess. So it's supposed to be able to show how your stuff goes. I don't know if it's been keeping track of my previous rounds. It's the first time I ever noticed this. I saw somebody on uh, X or Twitter, um, as I like to call it, uh, mention something about this, but I hadn't seen it until today. So I'm kind of curious to see if my previous rounds got rated too. Um, It's supposed to weigh it according to how difficult the course is. So, you know... Basically, it says if you get two under at some really easy course, that's not the same as two under at a really hard course. So, um, I applaud that effort, UDisc. I don't think I had to throw away all my other scores, though. Um, so I'm going to take a look at that. Maybe that's why it did it, is it added some information to the algorithm, words, and stuff, and it is what it is. It looks like there was about, uh, five people just showed up to play, so I kind of weaseled in and weaseled out. Um Yeah, that's about it. This is Mr. Paul Jangles. I hope you bang some chains. Ksh, ksh, ksh.